Welcome to Girl at the Mic podcast, where inspiration and wisdom comes from the raw and imperfect places in our lives. Sometimes I'll speak directly to you and others you'll sit with me and a friend as we share our experiences and lessons. Listen to recognize yourself and draw hope for your journey. My hope is that these episodes leave you empowered to be unapologetically you in a world that has trained us all to be small. My name is Anne, and I thank you for choosing Girl at the Mic. Welcome to Girl with the Mic podcast. I'm going to start off with just an honest confession here, and that's I've actually been recording episodes. I had a couple before Christmas. I had a Christmas episode, and um, when it came to time to publish them, though, it, I just didn't feel like it was something I was going to put out. Now, it's really interesting how that works, that you know, I could have pre-prepared or pre-programmed what was going to happen with this podcast. Um, but at all points, I I want to continue to honor how I'm feeling as I'm saying the messages. But as I'm, you know, publishing everything, I it turns out that there wasn't going to be anything that I would send out before the end of the year except for this episode. So thank you for hanging out with me this entire season. This will be my last episode, of course, before 2021, and um, it feels like such a big deal. It feels like such a huge thing. This is such an intimidating venture for me that um, I'm happy to be here. I want to make sure that I continue to honor what I'm thinking and feeling at all times, um, and that's so that I can best ensure that I'm honoring and serving everyone the best of my ability. And so, turns out there's just been some radio silence, and I think that was much needed on my end. It's allowed me some space to think of my rhythms and intentions and um, maybe some focal points that I want to have on the podcast for next year and the seasons to come. So, Still on the drawing board with all of that, but full transparency, that's where we've been at. And it's just important that I'm, you know, completely open and honest with what it truly does look like behind behind the scenes and um, what truly does go into play here. Um, that I can actually have recorded a bunch of things, but that step about publishing, that's its own it's its own beast to work through. And so turns out this is the one and, um, and we'll see you in January. So to start off, I want to say that this is for all of you who, um, aren't in a space and that you're ready to start thinking about 2021 to start laying some meaning and intention Again, I said that this practice helps me because it reminds me that I have a part to play in how I interact with the world. And it wasn't until I started setting intentions that I started to see real transformations in my life. And so that's a practice that I've continued for years. And gosh, if you've grown up with me, I think you would probably remember that transition, maybe not in detail, because I try to be equally presentable or engaging with um, my people, no matter what's going on privately. But 
there was definitely a season where I was truly unhappy. My job wasn't right. My relationships were rocky. Um, my relationship with myself wasn't great. And then, um, when I started these intentions, when I started creating these goals for myself, there was a flip that switched and things started to blossom and come in alignment with, um, how, you know, how intentional and how meaningful things would unfold and things started working in my favor where they hadn't been. Just minor transitions and changes like that were were huge for me to continue. So, of course, this is um, a tried and true practice for me. And depending on where you're at, this might not be the helpful podcast episode for you. And so I want you to honor that and make sure that you're in a space that's ready to be thinking about next year and, um, you know, and you want to make some intention and resolution and um, goal building around it. I, I can completely understand that that's not necessarily everyone and I want to respect that so much. If this is you, though, I do know that a lot of times um, resolutions and goals don't always pan out. I work a lot coaching in career and life and relationship and goal setting and all of these things and I've really been able to study what hasn't been working. Um, This also was a trial and error process for myself too. I transitioned from a place of here are the things that I want for my life Um, and for some reason things weren't connecting, it wasn't working out for me. And then now I sit with a lot of people who experience that as well. And here are a couple of things that I noticed really do help with this. So whatever it is you're intending for the year, whether that be a word, a posture that you're going to take, no matter what's going on in your life, or a couple of goals you've known that you've wanted to reach or achieve, um... Wherever that is, keep these few things that I'm going to talk about in mind because that's really going to play into how successful all of this will be for you. And and so, yeah, I hope these reminders are helpful as you're thinking about the year to come. But if it's not, feel free to leave it. You know, take what you can from this, extract what's helpful, and then leave what isn't because I do understand that everything is for everyone. So... With that, I'll start talking through my list and, um, you know, I take notes where it makes sense. So, um, the biggest thing to think about is that the reason why for each of your intentions, goals, resolutions, whatever you want to call them, has to be for you. It has to be for you to feel some type of way. It has to be for you to um, get somewhere, enjoy something. Um, And I say this because a lot of times resolutions can actually be fixated on others. So for example, um, for years I wanted to be, you know, more intentional with working out. Or I wanted to be what else did I want to do? Let me think. I wanted to look successful to my parents. Um, I wanted to have the respect of my peers. And those are 
awesome. But that had more to do with how someone was going to observe me than me, actually. So um, when it has a lot less to do with you and what you can control, then it's really hard to stick with it. Now, when I realized that there was one particular way that I love to work out, and that's with Yoga Sculpt, um, my resolution then was to continue practicing yoga, and one of my goals were to teach it. And, um, and that was easy to me because that was for me. In the past, it was really to look fit. And I guess that mattered to me too, but I really wanted to look fit to look presentable for other people. Or um, when I wanted my parents to be proud or my friends to respect me, it was uh, because I thought my own career was a little less than now. Um, when I realized if I just focused on my own growth and figuring out what my space and my own career path is, the respect came. It wasn't the focus, it was the byproduct. And so really make sure whatever intention this is, it is for you. And it's focused on you because the byproducts will be what other people bring you or how you're observed by others. It shouldn't be the focal point though. You're not likely to stick with the ones if it's not coming from you as the source. And so that is going to be something very powerful and impactful for you to pay attention to. Um, the next thing to think about is that your resolution is supposed to be what you would be able to achieve by the end of the year, not maximize and keep from January to December. It's discouraging to have this vision of being that perfect finished product from January onwards. So for example, if, if my goal was to be a morning person, um, in the past, I would set my alarms starting January and then make sure that I'm getting up at that exact early time as a morning person every day after that. What's tricky about that is that you'll quickly burn out. There's a lot of energy around that in January. Come March, though, that gets to slow down a whole ton. Um, the idea is that it takes all 365 days to build this muscle or to meet this goal. Okay, and so um, really have fair expectations for yourself in that it will be up and that it will be down. And when you expect things to slow down or when you expect for it to not be perfect for a week or, you know, something will happen and then it will derail you, You'll always then choose to keep going forward after a season of downs. Um, you'll so much likely, you'll so much be less likely to be derailed by that if you're expecting this dynamic up and down with this habit building, with this new practice that you're doing. Um, it should take the whole year to get there. Okay, so if it has to do with transforming a facet of your life or improving an area of yourself it's going to probably take the whole year to get there you know and um while we're growing up in this instant culture where we're so used to you know getting our deliveries in two days time or um 
you know, our internet loading something in, you know, 0.2 seconds. Um, really think more like dial-up. Really think more like growing as a baby. It takes some solid months to build this stuff. And so as humans, I want us to remind ourselves to give us that time. That time to mess up and fail and reiterate and do better. That's what we want to allow for this intention, this resolution, this goal of yours. Now, another thing that's very, very important is that this is measurable. We want to have signs predetermined of how you'll know this is working. What should it look like if this is working? What does it feel like if this is working? Um, If this is a business goal, how many more clients should you have? How many workouts should you consistently be doing weekly? These goals need to be measurable or else it's easy to go, I did absolutely none of it. Oh my gosh. I went a whole year and I didn't even do it. Um, Having markers is very important because if you don't hit the very end goal, but get halfway, there's something to celebrate that December. So really think about that. Say for instance... My word for the year was ease. Now, December of this year, I can tell you I'm hustling just as hard as I did this time last year. But what's changed is that I'm hustling completely different things. My full-time job has changed. My side jobs have changed. I had to stop teaching yoga, but then I picked up private coaching. You know, um, I'm working just as hard, but because... I eased in and out of things. I was able to, um, you know, hold new pieces, let new opportunities in where I think I was too much in control to let that stuff into my life last year. And so to be fair, I did ease. And to be also fair, I failed to ease by, by working so much now. And so it's important to look and measure to see I'm not the most perfectly zenned out person right now, but by easing, for one, I made it. <laughs> I think that one's a big one to mention. And two, um, opportunities were finally allowed into my life because I took that posture. And so I wouldn't say it was a slam dunk of a word, but I will say that I navigated the, the year the best that I could with what I had, um, being that I had to remind myself of this posture I wanted to take when it came to change and growth and development and things. Now, that leads me into the next point I wanted to make was that your resolutions, if they're really broad and really grand, we're going to want to break these into habits because we know small daily efforts can amount to big transformations. Now, oftentimes we want to jump to the transformation and then two months in we're looking for the transformation sign and it's not there yet. And that's because, like I said, it's going to take the whole last year to do it. And so it's really important to think, did I do my one habit? Did I do this thing that I said I was going to do? Because I know in a year's time that will get me to the place I want to be. Not that, you know, I jumped in head first and I went full throttle for a good two months. Where's the confirmation that this is working? Okay, it's really counterintuitive, like I said, with how things work these days, but it's truly fundamental 
do any type of growth, any type of change. You didn't learn how to read in two months' time of intense practice. You learned how to read by learning consonants, and then your sight words, and then sounding out, and now you know how to read, okay? And so in the same sense, your resolutions have to start with fundamentals, and then other recognizable things, and slowly building a runway to that arrival place that you want to be. So, um, if you want to be more financially secure, for instance, what habits of spending, saving, negotiating, investing will you be practicing? What does that look day to day? I actually budget for coffee because if I wanted to be in a stronger financial situation, I would be caffeinated to hustle to get there. And so that was something that I definitely decided. Um, and how was I going to be creative about doing that? So that was something that turned into habits, you know, that I was going to practice every day. What's it going to look like for me to slowly become a morning person? I'm going to do incremental increases in how early I'm getting up and then how how late I'm going to bed so that, again, I'm building something sustainable. I'm giving my body the chance to ease into it. If I wanted a healthier diet this year, I'm going to start introducing healthier foods and omitting some. I actually thought I was going to go meatless for a while and legit just cold turkeyed it for three weeks. <laughs> kind of had headaches and withdrawals from things and then completely derailed it. And that's the type of thing I'm talking about. We want to totally ease in what I should have been doing was introducing more veggies, subbing out less meat, and slowly replacing it over time. This cold turkey thing was really hard for my body and then for my psyche and then completely derailed it and now it's in the trash because I, I love chicken wings a little too much. And so um, one day a week I go meatless and that's kind of where we're at right now. So really allowing your body that time, your mind that time to really grow into this goal, grow into this transition that's going to be what's sustainable or else it's like a slingshot. The harder you jump in, the harder you bounce out. The last thing I wanted to mention was that um, these goals and resolutions need to be somewhere that you can see them because it's really easy to forget about them. And if you do, oftentimes what happens is you've written them down and then come next December when you're writing new resolutions, you're finally looking at the list and going, I didn't do any of this. Oh my gosh. And that's probably because you hadn't had the reminders. Our minds are very good at sticking with these things if you just jog their memory just a bit. So if it's helpful to have it on a vision board, I have a vision board that I look at every morning and it's in my closet. So I see that as I'm getting dressed as a reminder of the things that I want to achieve or the things that I want to build for myself, the things I want to believe about me, all of that is how is what I look at as I'm getting ready for the day and then if it's helpful to put it on a post it uh, by your workspace whatever it is have it somewhere that's visible to you in the in-betweens in those drier months when we're a little less intentional and then you gotta just make sure you're always checking back and seriously with the checking back part we got to make sure that you're checking in with the progress of it. You know, it's hard to know where we're at if we're not checking in with where we're at. And so, um, again, I have different checkpoints. I have a checkpoint. Um, I start in January. My checkpoint is in May, which is my birthday. But it could also be in June, the half-year point. 
I check again in the fall. And then the month before, so November, basically, I'm checking to make sure. And usually I can find some lessons. So those are a few things that I hope would be helpful as you're setting intentions for the year, if that's where you're at. Um, let me know how that was. Let me know what your your biggest intentions for the year is. I'd love to hear about that. Thank you so much for your time. Happy New Year, and I'll see you in 2021. I hope those questions were helpful. I think the the point I really want to nail down is that we all need to take a moment to pause and acknowledge that we made it. We made it to to the end of 2020. There were months during this year that we didn't know if we would make it. There were months in 2020 where we were scared to try to make it. We had no idea what every month ahead was going to be looking like and what our future was going to entail. But one week, one month, one stretch of time, at a time, we were able to make it here. And so, above all else, let's just celebrate that. Yes, we've got a lot of work to do. But there was a lot to process and think about in the year before. And so important to not let all that's coming ahead of us have us disregard what it took to survive this year. If we barely made it, and some of us barely did, if we're only just grappling with the changes and the decisions made for us, and really had to just respond to what was coming into our lives as opposed to taking charge or whatnot. Um, If we started out our pandemic or our quarantine time really motivated and excited to be home and all of that, and we're just dragging our feet at this point of the year, that's okay too. So let's take a minute to acknowledge and celebrate that we're here. It's December. We get to turn a page with 2020. I don't expect it to be a completely different look from the year before. But hopefully let's be able to wrap positivity and hope in a little bit more desire, intention, and ambition for for the fact that we made it this last year that we know what ahead whatever comes we'll still be able to make it and making it is worth celebrating too and that is the point I want to make because we really need to acknowledge yes it was hard yes we weren't our best selves but yes this is definitely etched into the story of how we become our best And if our best at this point in time was to make it, then let's just be so, so proud of that. Thank you so much for listening to Girl with the Mic.